Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, quip, equipment guru and operation Jeez. expert. Aaron Keller is here. We always try to give him a different little intro. Today's didn't <laughs> quite work out. Um, we also have wildlife uh, educator Jess Height and Julie Watson, also an educator. Yes. So, and this is exciting. It's the perfect time of year to have you guys in because we are about to start school. Kids are going back into the classroom and you have a new program that you're rolling out. We do. We do. We're very excited about it. It's called Know Your Nevada. It's a fourth grade program where we are using Nevada's state symbols to teach them other concepts about wildlife. Anything else you want to add, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> so in this program, it's going to be a statewide program uh, that we have across the state um, in Elko, Las Vegas, Reno, and all of the surrounding areas. And it'll be made up of three different lessons of us going into the classroom. So the first lesson is all about uh, introducing the symbols and where they live in our state. The second lesson is about adaptations that these animals possess that allow them to live in their habitats. And then the third one, we address conservation issues with these animals. Cool. It's it sounds like it's a good way to get kids involved and it's fun like knowing all the state symbols. Yeah, so fourth grade is the year that they start learn I shouldn't say start, but it's one of the years that they like really focus on Nevada specific things. So that's why we took advantage of this. So we wanted to play a game with you guys. I'm into it. Oh, <laughs> I'm nervous now. Because fourth graders learn their state symbols. And I want to preface this too that our program focuses on the living state symbols. And we're going to quiz you guys on some of the other Ooh. state symbols and some of our living state symbols. But we know the answers because we're very Experts. smart. <laughs> yes, very smart. You guys cheated. <laughs> Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> That's equal opportunity. You also have Google. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to start with an easy one, and this is an animal that we are focusing on on our Know Your Nevada program. So what is Nevada's state animal slash mammal? Bighorn sheep. Good job. Okay. I would yeah. hope Department of Wildlife. <laughs> yes. It is our desert bighorn sheep. And I have to be honest, I tried to research why these were chosen. There's, It's just like this is our favorite animal here in Nevada, and that's why they were chosen. Hmm. Well, and there's so many here, though, compared, yeah, compared to, other, to states. other states. Yeah. We have a much higher yes. population, so maybe that's why. Now it's very fitting. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? definitely. Now, in Definitely. T- in I'm not saying it's not fitting, but I thought maybe there would be like this special reason that like some governor had some sort of special yeah. connection or yeah. something like that, but th- couldn't find it. So. Right. Just like you always hear about, um, <coughs> was it Thomas Jefferson wanted the state or the f- the s- national symbol to be the turkey, mm-hmm. and it ended up being it was the Benjamin bald eagle. Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. yeah see. Yeah. So. Yeah. I googled that too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. here's here's a harder one. What is our state artifact? The locomotive forty. 
Oh. No. She was very confident <laughs> in that answer, but that's exactly no. wrong. Oh, no, the duck decoy. Yes. Good job, <laughs> Ashley. Dang. Okay, but it's a very specific type of duck decoy. Just bonus points. It's the tool. The tool. Yes, Thule. 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 Yeah. It's the oh Thule gosh, duck decoy. I read a lot yeah. about it. Yeah, which is, is awesome. It's pretty cool. It's made to look like a canvas back duck. Okay, let's let's dive deeper. So this is another one. So the Thule duck is not in our program, although it does get honorable mention because it is shaped like a duck. Uh-huh. So that's an animal. <laughs> yep. So this is another animal that we are focusing on on our Know Your Nevada program. So what is our state insect? The It's a form of a dragon the damselfly it is it's the vivid dancer damselfly. did you study for this <laughs> no. quiz right did know. you study before your interview <laughs> have you been, she's been helping me with this so uh, <laughs> i'm kidding cheating. i know uh, the one thing i looked up was was the locomotive 40 came up so when in, i googled something yeah. but i knew the damselfly and i knew the Anybody that's uh, listening duck. that cannot see us, my mouth is wide open because I can't believe this. You know <laughs> <laughs> so the Vivid Dancer Damselfly is one that we're covering. And this was voted on. So a classroom. Apparently there's different ways that state symbols can become a state symbol. And one of them is that like classrooms can petition our government. And there was some sort of competition where 73 schools, like our government in 2009, so not that long ago, was like, our state government, was like, hey, we want a state insect. And they got a bunch of schools to create reports. And a classroom from Beatty Elementary in Las Vegas picked this and did a report. Yes. Wow. Yes. On the Vivid Dancer Damselfly. I think they picked it because the males are blue or yeah, the males are blue and the females are silver. So okay. they're like Very our state colors. And it's a great name. Yeah. It is. It's awesome. Vivid and it Dancer connects Dancer to some of our other state symbols because they get eaten by them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Part of the food chain. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready for the next question? Okay. What is our state fossil? Ichthyosaurus. 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 Yeah. Ichthyosaurus. <laughs> well, okay, icky, how icky do you beer. know that, though? Because of the beer. Yes. <laughs> but does anyone know why it became our state fossil? Because they lived in Lake Mead. No. <laughs> That's a really good guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. So the only complete skeleton of an ichthyosaur was found in Nevada. And we oh. had a state park after it. Okay. I knew about the state park, but I didn't realize that was the only yeah. wow. full the full skeleton. That's yeah. awesome. Go ahead. No. Don't well, cheat. Just, yeah, I was like, I'm letting you see the answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about, what is our state flower? You're kidding. No, I know it. Oh. <laughs> uh What's it called? Why am I blanking? Sagebrush. Like yes. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew the word. Yeah. I was like, I can't. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. think of it because the pressure was on. <laughs> so the scientific name for sagebrush is tridentia. Does anyone know what that means? Itchy to the nostril. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent <laughs> guess. <laughs> no, you it means it's the trident. So it, yes. right? It's uh, the three lobes to their leaf. Yes, but it means uh, three, three teeth. teeth. Three teeth because they yeah. have the three Tridentia, little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so these are just some examples of what kids will be learning about over yes. through these lessons, mm-hmm. basically, that run 
How long does the program run? So it really is up to the teacher. So these are, it's three lessons as Jess said, and the whole program is those three lessons. So when a teacher signs up, they're gonna schedule with us those three in-classroom lessons. Um, and it covers just the living ones. So we didn't get right. to some of the other ones in here, like like we have silver as our state mineral or state metal, and then we have some semi-precious stones. Locomotive 40. And number 40, <laughs> we will not be, right. <laughs> we will not be covering. So basically, our idea was to take the state symbols and use them as kind of a conductor to get students excited about learning about other things. Um, so just talked briefly about what some of the lessons are about. So our first lesson is really about all the different diverse habitats in Nevada. And it's, I guess that lesson is really more of a mapping lesson. We have some big maps that we're bringing into the classroom and the kids will be filling out their own maps and learning about where some of these ranges are for our state symbols. And they'll be putting those on maps. So maps have nothing to do with our state symbols, but we're using those state symbols to teach kids about maps and about our habitats. So that's kind of where the idea came from for this program is to just use those state symbols. And that is a fourth grade thing. So um, our second lesson for that is adaptation. So it kind of moves along like they learn about habitats and maps and where in the state those state symbols live. And then we kind of move forward with those adaptations. Like how are these animals able to live in these habitats that we learned about? And we cover a lot of those habitats with some fun or er, adaptations with some fun games um, with the kids and then we kind of wrap it all up in like why are these animals important what are we doing as the department of wildlife to protect these animals and we do some stem problem solving and getting the kids to think about what some of these conservation issues are with these state symbols and have them come up with solutions themselves that's so cool it really is it's going to sure. be so fun i'm yeah. really excited yeah. about the, the third lesson the conservation yeah. lesson really gets the kids thinking that you know, wildlife conservation is not super cut and dry. There can be multiple different solutions that all have pros and cons. So it's kind of really digging deeper into mm -hmm. that side of conservation. And it also works out that a large majority of our state symbols happen to be threatened or endangered <laughs> yeah. in one way or another, yeah. such right. as the desert tortoise, the LCT. We have special protections for them. Mm -hmm. So that is an extra level of um, depth that the kids get to explore. Nice. And it is so fun to start. Like the quiz you just gave us was so fun. <laughs> And I think I knew some of the answers because it was either Jess, you, or Zach, or he's a Jess's supervisor. I can't think of his title. <laughs> Conservation educator. He, you, One of you sent me slides on our different state mm -hmm. symbols right when I started because it's so fun and interesting and what a good way to hook the kids and mm -hmm. then get them into these deeper levels of conservation. Mm -hmm. Well, and even the maps of Nevada, it's great for them to know parts of the state and you know some kids don't get out of the city oh yeah i and mean so not even kids adults <laughs> right yeah and so just to to know the where different parts of nevada is mm -hmm. awesome as well so so this is a pilot we're mm -hmm. starting this out and for this semester all of the it's all booked like you guys aren't taking any new teachers right now or so classes. no <laughs> yes okay. yes and no um <clears throat> uh we are full up for the pilot for this fall, but if teachers want to get involved in the future, they should contact their regional 
wildlife educators because we want to grow the program if this pilot year goes really well um, and we'll be revising and evaluating the program and making sure that any changes that we need to make um, get made and then we can continue to grow the program next year. So we will be wanting more teachers, but we had a lot of interested teachers for our pilot year too. And so um, with our resources and making sure that we're not overextending and making sure that we can properly evaluate the program, we are full right now, but there, there are wait lists. So. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. let's get more into this right after this break. We will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're talking about a brand new program we're running in classrooms or rolling out in classrooms around the state called Know Your Nevada. Yeah. So we have Julie Watson and Jess Height here. And right before the break, you guys were saying how this is a pilot year. So right now you have your full pretty much for classes mm-hmm. you're taking, but in the future, you're going to be very open to taking more. Yes. Um. So I also want to preface too, we've actually been creating this program for a year now. We came up with it last year and started workshopping the lessons and we've been working on gathering all the materials, reading over the lessons, creating them, aligning them to our Nevada state standards. And um, we're ready to put it in a classroom. We're we're really very excited, a little overwhelmed. (laughs) I I don't think people, I didn't realize it, uh, realize what wildlife educators do exactly. It's not like you're just like going into a classroom and being like, this is a big horned sheep. Like you guys set up lesson plans Mm -hmm. and it's a whole, like you said, it's been a year in the making. Yeah. So what our wildlife educators do is pretty great. We teach about all of our wildlife here in Nevada and all of the aspects of those wildlife. So we're not dealing with just one little tiny thing. It's all of it. It's that conservation of that species. It's where it lives, what it does, how it interacts with other animals and how we interact with those animals as well. And um, we try and make it fun and engaging. So even though we're in a classroom, we we want to make sure that they're getting a new experience and not just something that they have every day. And it meets certain standards, right? Isn't that what you said? State standards? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So each state has different science standards. So we write lesson plans that align to those standards so that teachers, this is useful for them as well. Right. It makes it easier for the teachers to adopt these programs and, Mm -hmm. and bring them to their classrooms. And I was thinking that if I was a teacher in Nevada, I don't know if it's me because I love Nevada, but and I hear about this program, I would definitely want to try to incorporate something like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just make it easy for them. Yeah. And me, this is like more of a personal thing, but I have like a strong agenda for kids to learn about things that live in their neighborhoods. I think just animal education in general is very saturated 
by things that are not here. Absolutely. Giraffes. Yes, which are awesome. (laughs) They're awesome animals. But, you know, I've had, I've encountered children that can literally identify black mamba by a picture, but cannot identify a garter snake or a snake that they'll find in their backyard. It could be in there mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool that they keep, it's cool that they learned about a black mamba, but I feel like there's this big gap and there's not that connection being made to the things that they could actually see, which in Nevada we have lots of very cool wildlife right. to to see. Yeah, absolutely. Right in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can see that even with, with my kids. Yeah. You know, and my kids are very I mean, I teach them all the time about mm-hmm. Nevada wildlife, and they still s- say stuff that's like, "Where'd you get that?" <laughs> it make they any also sense, are so. like five or however right. old. They are. Well, right. and that's that's the point though is that the content that is easily available. You know, I watch it too. Right. There's a new Netflix thing out there called Our Planet or something, and. I can sit there and watch it for two hours and like nothing on there is found where I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and even, yeah, even uh, my oldest, he'll say stuff and it's like probably nerdy of me, but he'll be like, we have Gila monsters, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we do. And, and they're the only poisonous lizard we have. And I'm like, they're not poisonous. They're venomous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes. he's like, oh yeah, they're venomous. Yes. <laughs> it took me a long time <laughs> to realize that distinction actually. <laughs> but those are all good tidbits that people are going to, you know, kids mm-hmm. are going to learn through mm-hmm. programs like this. Yeah. And yes. it's getting right. people outside. It's important that kids are learning this stuff mm-hmm. so that they, there is more to life than a screen mm-hmm. video games and the TV and very important. Yeah. We think so too. and then so this is statewide right this isn't just Mm -hmm. in northern nevada or southern nevada it's you guys are implementing this everywhere you can yes absolutely so it's going to be all around the state Um, and after we have completed our pilot program we will be looking to recruit lots of volunteers to help us Mm, get get this into the more rural areas of Nevada. So, you know, in Winnemucca and Hawthorne and Pahrump, Mm -hmm. (laughs) anywhere that we can. Um, So if anyone listening wants to come be a wildlife education volunteer, please let us know. (laughs) How, who should they contact? Uh, So just go onto the endow.org website um, and then go to the volunteer page. um, And it just depends on what region they're in. There is volunteer coordinator in each different region um, and just find the appropriate person and they'll get you set up. Okay. And then say you're a teacher or you're a parent who wants to bring this up to a teacher um say they're interested i'm sure even though we're full for this semester you guys said you're going to be wanting to recruit Mm -hmm. more in the future who should they contact or how do they go about that any any one of us it could be me if it if they contact me i can get it to the right regional educator but if you contact jess she can also distribute to the right person like our our contacts are on our website perfect yeah just head to the contact page yeah wildlife educators are listed yes Yes, please awesome and then what were you gonna say i was gonna say i think we should quiz ashley more more quizzes for ashley (laughs) you're like an official nevadan I really am. I mean, <laughs> and it didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley. Do you know what the name Nevada means? I didn't know this. Doesn't it mean like, uh, I knew this. Channel your Spanish I That's what, roots. isn't it like, f- because we always make fun of people for pronouncing it Nevada. Right. But in Spanish, that is how you say it. And I can't think of what it means, but I know this story. <laughs> what is the <laughs> first person here? 
Aaron? Uh, I know he's looking at me. <laughs> right? like, well, I was trying to remember. Like he's the expert. I, th- I thought I had it. It has I something know. to do with the mountains. Yes, dry, yeah, this dry mountain. Opposite, Opposite. <laughs> snowy mountains. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah. snow-capped mountains. Yeah. Interesting. Snow-capped. Yes. Huh. Point for me. <laughs> you do get right? that point. It's yes. like one to five. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very big about minerals and metals and gemstones here with uh, how much mining we have. So we have a state precious gemstone and a semi-precious. So what do you think the precious gemstone is? Ruby. No. That's a really good guess. <laughs> that is a good guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it a crystal? It is not a crystal. Oh, what is it? Diamond? Nope. Dang it. No more guesses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the point you got. <laughs> You're not the teacher. <laughs> so it is the Virgin Valley Black Fire Opal. Oh, I would. It was on the tip of your tongue, right? right? right. <laughs> That's but what I was gonna say. That was my second guess. But one cool thing about that is Virgin Valley, yes. in Southern Nevada. Mm-hmm. Those kids might not know that they actually have a precious stone that's not that mm-hmm. far from where they live, right? Yeah, that's very absolutely. True. All right, what about semi-precious? There is lots of uh, Native American jewelry made out of this. <gasps> Ooh, uh, topaz. Or not Close. topaz. What am I saying? <coughs> Turquoise. Turquoise. There <laughs> you go. You knew what I meant. That's yeah. a point for me. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is getting heated. Yes, it is. <laughs> right. Nevada. Right. Last one. Last, Last one. one. Nevada has two state trees. Can you name one of them? Joshua. No. That's a, that is also a good guess, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm going to guess the bristlecone. Yes. And the pinion? Something special about the pinion. It's a specific pinion. Pinion juniper. No, that's two that's two separate two things. things. <laughs> <laughs> pinion pine. <laughs> it is a pinion pine, but it's a specific one. All right, I give up. What is it? Single leaf pinion pine. Oh, oh nice. never It only has one little needle instead of like cluster of three or five like many other trees nice yes good job guys you actually did better than i would I'm probably <laughs> i felt yeah, like at the first part i was better i'm a little disappointed in myself hey you got the turquoise one yeah i did i Nevada did out of turquoise so i guess do you guys have any other programs that you're kind of like brainstorming right now that you might want to talk so about so i don't we're in the very early stages like it takes a year really to develop these programs but also aligning with the school year is important and fall is a good time to get something launched so we are doing nevada knockout again this year and that will be going out to teachers actually probably this week we'll have a a kind of you know recruitment email and that program is limitless we can have all the teachers in nevada involved in it because we don't go to their classrooms we give them all the material that they need and they can participate in that in their classroom very passively. It's very easy to incorporate into their classrooms. Um, and that we piloted last year. Teachers loved it. We've made some tweaks um, and it'll be a little different this year, but with the same concept, we're doing less animals. Yeah. Um, but then we are be- in the beginning stages of a bird trunk um, and the idea is to basically put everything that a teacher needs to do bird watching in their classroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and cool. we want to turn it into citizen science and then also some science inquiry too. So kids can, um, we would have, we're s- in the very early stages yeah. of this. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. You don't gotta, I was just thinking, uh, trying to figure out like, how do you guys, like how you come up with a I program was just and you thinking just that. pick a topic that you guys like. And then, I mean, Nevada's pretty awesome so nevada knockout yeah. which we did a podcast on last year and we'll do one this year 
pretty competitive mm-hmm. and yeah. successful. How do we come then, up with this stuff? We look at what other people are doing yeah, you still and steal it. Change it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we make right. it Nevada. But I, I mean, we're very lucky here that we get to go, we get the opportunity to go and travel to other conferences and stuff mm-hmm. and network with other places. So, you know, I got to go to the Cornell Lab of Ornithology Educator Retreat and came back with all of this stuff that we can put into this trunk and use some of their materials. Um, also, selfishly coming from Audubon, I have a plethora of bird stuff in all my right. brain. So, <laughs> gotta put it you've somewhere. heard any of our bird podcasts, or most of them, Julie's usually on them. <laughs> yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, and I'm glad that you guys are are here to bring that to the students of Nevada. And the Department of Wildlife is very fortunate to have educators like you guys to be able to yeah. to pass it on and to come up with ideas and cool, fun things. I mean, for kids to to learn about stuff, they should. Yeah, and I think it's good to mention, too, that so Jess is out at Oxbow, which is a physical location. And so we just spent this whole time talking about kid education. And I did briefly mention that, like, even adults are missing some of those links. And Jess does a lot of family programming out at Oxbow, too. So they can get a lot of these same fun, engaging things and learning about Nevada wildlife. But it's for the whole family. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Parents have just as much fun at the programs as the kids do. Sometimes more, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely learn just as much, yeah, too, absolutely. I would say. Check our programs out. And that's on um, registered.com. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. That's under where you could see all of our, our community events. programs will be up there. Yep. yep. Awesome. All under our wildlife education. Mm-hmm. Well, that we're almost out of time, which sucks. But one last question. What is our state song, you two? It's Home Meetings, Nevada. Are you going to sing it no, for us, No, you got to sing it. Come on. No, I'm not going to okay, sing it. Okay, I'm going to sing it. For right, the ready? sake of Three, all of the world. Three, two, one. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> and we only have 10 seconds to play this or we will be sued. <laughs> awesome well thank you guys for being here and thank you everyone for listening that was a fun podcast Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.